peace, and welcome to the Modern Hope Dealer Podcast, where growth is continuous, raw, and authentic. Take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Now swallow the red pill. As promised, your girl is back. Um, so welcome to episode three of the Modern Hope Dealer podcast. I am really excited to be here again and also be consistent, right? Because that's what we talked about before is consistency and not being lazy, sticking to what we say we're going to do. Um, and I'll tell you guys, I was supposed to record this yesterday and something happened. So my husband asked me, oh, are you going to record today? And I was like, eh, no, I got all these things I got to do. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know what? That's my ego right there in real time trying to keep me comfortable. And so I had to say, you know what? I'm definitely going to do this. So get out of the house. <laughs> so I was able to witness that in real time and consciously Again, as we talked about just recapping a little bit before, consciously making the effort in order to go against what is comfortable for me versus what is uncomfortable. So I have all these things that I have to do to prepare for one of my vendor events uh, tomorrow. And I'm like, you know what? I should be getting all this stuff done. But I'm like, I committed to this and working on my commitment and, you know, keeping my word. I had to sit my butt down. And I had to get this done. So I hope everybody is in good spirits. And if you are not, I hope that the sound of my voice can guide you through this tough moment in the day. Um, because that's just what they are. We have bad days. I mean, I'm sorry. We have bad moments in good days. Every day is a good day. But we can choose to, you know, make it a bad day or make it a good day and not let bad moments affect the entire day. So I actually want to jump into early the book that we are going to be talking about today. This book is called The Five Actions, Five Simple Actions That Will Take Your Business, Marriage, Friendship, and Overall Life to the Next Level by Kwanzie F. Cook. Now, Kwanzie F. Cook is ding, 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 my husband. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited to be taking a passage out of his book in order for us to talk about. While he was writing the book, I had the privilege of reading it and, you know, just helping him throughout the process, um, allowing him to do his own thing, but, you know, helping out where I could. And this part, when I read this, I was like, babe, that's a whole gem right there. So I'm definitely going to um, take a part of this book and... Um, Let's go ahead and get started. This is action one. So it says change the angle, change the picture. So I'm going to start from um, a certain point. <clears throat> so it says, uh, hmm. okay, so actually I'm going to have you guys do this in real time as well while you're listening to this. So it says, actually, I'm just going to read the, the whole um paragraph so it says there are no two people on this green earth that are the same 
not even identical twins. You can have siblings that grew up in the same house as you, share the same experiences as you, and were taught the same things as you, and still be complete polar opposites. Isn't it fascinating how you can have all of these common denominators, yet different reactions to the same experiences? The reason behind this all comes down to a matter of perspective. By definition, perspective is basically a particular attitude about someone or something. To simplify that, it is your point of view. And we all know that everyone has their own point of view and opinions on various topics and situations. Now let's explore the power of perspective. When you change the perspective, you inevitably change the picture. Let's take a minute to try an exercise I've tested on several different individuals. Here goes the exercise that you guys are going to try. I want you to stand outside, extend your arm, and place your palm towards your face so that it is directly leveled with your head and eyes. If you are not outside, you don't have to, you know, even though it says to be outside, you know, just have wherever you are right now. You can go ahead and do it. Now, if you're outside, that'd be better, but, you know, we're improvising. (laughs) Um, So it says, take a moment to reflect on what you see. What do you see? Most people immediately notice their hands, fingers, nail polish, rings, bracelets, and anything else that may be associated with their hand or wrist. So I'm going to take a few moments, probably about like two, three seconds, to just kind of give you a few moments to really look at what it is you're seeing um, when you are looking at your hand. All right. So it says, now let's break this down. The experience was placing the hand in front of the face, which was the same for every individual, but the reaction, which is what people chose to see, was different. The biggest highlight of this experience is that everyone that participated chose to focus on their hand when they weren't instructed to do so. Everyone failed to identify the trees, cars, grass, and basically everything else that was happening beyond the hand in their face. This is because people's perception has been nurtured to focus exclusively instead of inclusively. We tend to forget about the bigger picture and focus on the smaller details. When changing our perspective, it is important to include everything to get a better understanding with all variables. Whoa. When I read that, I was like, okay, first of all, I definitely uh, was looking at my ring and my nail polish. And I'm like, dang, I had to get my nails done, you know, all these things. And I really completely forgot about everything else. And that to me hit home because I sat there to look at my hand and negated everything else that was beyond my hand. And so that kind of just brings us into what this topic is going to be about. Um, It's really just about perspective and trying to get the bigger picture in order for us to make informed decisions. So a situation may happen and, you know, we may be extremely emotional about this specific um, situation that's happening, but we and we only focus on like the way it made us feel and, you know, just the smaller details of it without looking at everything else. And so what helped me with this. Um, I actually started experimenting with road rage, right? So I used to hate when people, I hate dumb drivers. Everybody hates dumb drivers. Like follow the rules, you know, go a little bit past the speed limit, you know, just a little tad. And if you're going to go slow, you know, and you're on the highway, go over and get into that right lane. 
leave the left lane for me. Um, but I would notice that it would piss me off so bad being in traffic or, you know, around stupid drivers. And I was like, instead of worrying about how do I feel, let me put myself in their shoes. Maybe they're driving because they have something fragile and it can't fall. Maybe, you know, or let's say someone's weaving in and out of traffic and they cut me off. I'm like, you know, maybe... And if it's a man and a woman, right, I start creating these stories in my head. I'm like, you know, maybe she's pregnant, she's about to give birth, and I need to, and he's trying to get her to the hospital, whatever the case may be. But just saying all that, it's saying, like, we never have the entire picture of things that are going on. It's only based off of our own perspective. And usually, when we get the perspective of others, it will add to the story, and say, oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that, or I didn't see it that way. And so um, we have to learn how to think of a perspective or think of other people's perspective instead of just going with our own and, you know, what we deem to be um, the right thing or the right way of doing things or the right way of seeing things, really. And so as I was reading that from my husband, I'm like, that was such a gem And I know that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to resonate with it because if we think about it, a lot of times too, oh, let's, let's get into this where I would have, um, a lot of people growing up where they would say, oh my gosh, like when, once we would get cool or have a conversation or something like, oh my God, I thought you were so stuck up based on, you know, the way that you looked or, you know, the way that you carried yourself. And I'm like, I'm the complete opposite of being stuck up and I'm cool as shit, period. And so a lot of people would say, yeah, like you definitely are. You know, I I never knew, you know, for you to be like this. And a lot of people judge me based on their perception of me instead of really getting the whole scope of who I was. And I know there's many, many, many people out there that can relate to that where people judge them um, or have a perspective of them in their head of what they think this person is like versus actually getting to know what the person is like, you know? So that hits completely different. You know, once you get to know that person, you're like, yeah, you're bomb as shit. Where have you been? I want to be your friend, period. Like, so that's just another, um, you know, perspective, right? Another perspective to give in order to have, or an example to have, you know, people see it from different point of views. There's even another um, movie. It's called Vantage Point. And there's like this one instance that happens. I think um, it's like they're at an event and the it's like uh, an explosion happens. And they show you how this one situation that happened, they show you from everyone's Uh, perspective or everyone's viewpoint and everyone saw it completely different than the next and that really um, that movie also helped me to see like it's not just my perspective that matters in the way that I interpret things it's also about other people and I need to uh, gain more information and more perspectives in order to um, you know help uh, an understanding or get a better understanding for something And so I'll actually um, shout out uh, this group. Um, There's a person on social media 
uh, where he builds, he like has a topic and different people build on the topic. And it was really dope to be able to see all the different perspectives of what people had on certain topics and situations, you know, because it helped to um, really uh, see that everybody had a different perspective to something. So that was like really awesome to experience. Um, but yeah, so that's really today's episode. Like I, I, I don't want to make the episodes too long. Uh, I want to kind of just get right to the point and, you know, if we flip flop around, then, you know, that'd be cool. But I really want to just help, like, um, help people to have different perspectives and gain different perspectives of how I did, you know? So, oh, wow, that started playing. Okay, Oop, that's a blooper. Uh, but, um, yeah, so helping to build on a certain topic really was awesome because it helped even people understand it a little bit more. Like, okay, I didn't see it from that perspective, and now I have a better understanding about something. Um, so that was, like, really, really dope. But um, actually, you know, before I stop, Maybe I'll touch up on another topic that someone requested and, you know, just briefly. Uh, but someone actually asked me um, about why I changed my career um, after, you know, going to school, becoming a therapist and, um, you know, getting my degree. And after, you know, five years of school and, you know, hours of... Um, years of working in the field, why did I stop? And um, I will say that the job that I was at when I was living in Florida, I absolutely loved. I was a residential uh, substance abuse therapist for a long-term um, residential um, facility for substance abuse. And uh, they were there for six to nine months. And you got to actually see, you know, the work that you were putting in and seeing the results in the clients. It was absolutely amazing. So had I not left Florida, I don't believe that I would be here where I am right now um, because I love that job and um, that career choice. And it suited me very well. And I definitely felt like, you know, I was helping people. And so um, I decided you know, my husband's in the military. So when it was time to go, I decided to resign because of course I had to, I couldn't do it virtually. And I decided to not go back to work. Um, and the reason I did that was because, um, a lot of times I feel that the universe takes us on certain journeys in order for us to gain the experience and the knowledge and the lessons that come with it in order for us to use it in a different way. And so I don't believe that I learned how to be a therapist. I learned how to do therapy. I learned how to, you know, do all these things just for me to work for a company for the rest of my life. You know, even um, when I was running track, I ran track in high school and you know, I ran track all four years of high school and all uh, three years of college. My last year, I wasn't able to run, um, but still my college was paid for um, all four years of college. And so a lot of people were like, you know, you should have went to the Olympics and you should have made a career out of it. You were really good and, you know, blah, blah. And yeah, I was really awesome. But 
I don't believe that that was my calling in order for me to, you know, make a career out of running. It was just a means in order to get me out of school. I mean, I saw get me out of the city that I was living in and to see that there is a much bigger and broader life outside of, you know, the place that I grew up or, you know, having a minimum wage job and, you know, like there was a lot more to life. And I feel that track was just the vessel in order to help me to get to where I was trying to go. And it wasn't for me to make a career out of it. And that went against a lot of people's views for me. They definitely wanted me to make a career out of it. And I really could have, but it just wasn't for me. And so even with my job, I gained the experience. Um, And now I'm helping people on a much different level. And at first it was really hard because I'm used to having, you know, money come in and not having to depend on someone. And, you know, I was completely dependent on my husband at, you know, one point in time of like, you know, I'm not going back to work. I'm making this decision to start my own business and venture out into all these different things. And so I know that the universe, oh, another thing. So as I was, uh, you know, working as a therapist, there were times where, um, let's say one of my clients was having uh, an anxiety attack or, uh, you know, thinking that she was about to have an anxiety attack. You know, one of the first things was like, okay, go get your anxiety meds. And one day, you know, I came out and she's like, Nikki, you know, I'm freaking out, blah, blah. And I'm in line to get my anxiety meds. And I was like, okay, let's sit down and let's take a few deep breaths before we go to, you know, our anxiety meds. I sat with her for about five minutes and we just did some regular deep breathing bringing her back to the present moment, having her feel all five of her senses. Where are you? What are you feeling? What are you smelling? What are you hearing? And having her take deep belly breaths. And for three days, this is someone who took anxiety meds every single day. For three days, she did not need to take her anxiety meds. After just that five minutes of doing the deep breathing because I let her know you know you could do this at any time you could do it while you're in group you could do it while you're on the phone you could do it while you're eating you can take this wherever you go you know your breath will never leave you you know until the day you die so you can always take your breath with you and so for three days she did not take her anxiety meds and that's kind of when I realized like okay there are holistic ways that we can help people heal or or Help people know that they can heal, really, because it's not us doing the healing for them. It's them doing the healing for themselves. It's just teaching them the modalities and the different ways that they can heal. And so it was in that moment when I got up from her and um, in the three days coming where I looked and checked if she took her anxiety meds and I'm like, you know what? I have a bigger purpose and a bigger calling. And so... That is why I did not go back to work because you can't bill for holistic things in corporate America, really. Um, Unless you work for a holistic practitioner, you can't say, hey, you know, I am billing for deep breathing or, uh, you know, yoga and all these different things. It's like, no, that, that doesn't count. What meds did they take, you know? What groups did you make them do um, that are education related, you know? So that was definitely something that, 
sparked my interest in not wanting to go back to work and just using, you know, the information that I learned in school and the experience that I got working um, in the field to help people in a different way, you know? And so that's just a little tidbit of how I know that was some something that someone requested. So um, I definitely wanted to um, explore that and, you know, touch up on that subject because we're going to have a lot more uh, subjects coming up that I'm excited about. Um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be a really cool journey with this this podcast. And I'm like super excited about it to share different um parts of my life with you to share different experiences with you and hopefully my experiences can help you in some form or fashion you know um so yeah so here here I go kind of like getting uh to that like yeah so and um those are my filler words (laughs) um boom there I go again so yeah now I'm going to go ahead and uh, close it out. But I thank everyone for um, tuning in. And also, ah, one thing that just came to mind that I think I'm definitely going to do is give an affirmation at the end of every single episode. So today's affirmation is, I am deserving of good experiences, right? So we're going to take a few moments And say this three times. Ready? Go. I am deserving of good experiences. I am deserving of good experiences. I am deserving of good experiences. And so it is. Ashe. There we go. So, you know, as you guys are going to see, I'm literally creating this as we go along. Um... Because that's really what it's about. You know, when I get a thought in my head to do something, I'm like, oh, boom, let me do it. Because if I don't, I'll forget. Um, But yeah, we're going to be creating this together. Um, This experience and this podcast and this entire thing. So boom, we got a section for books. We got a section for affirmations. We got a section where we're just going to, you know, chop it up. And let's see what else we can, you know, pull out while we're on this journey. So I'm grateful for all of you. I hope the sound of my voice helps to calm you, helps to bring you to a sense of peace and gratitude in your life. Um, And I hope that, you know, anything I said resonates. And again, if it doesn't, just leave it. And we are signing out. Have an amazing day. Peace. Peace.